Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. <laughs> You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. We are rolling through the program, breaking down more around the Super Bowl and also thinking about upcoming NFL uh, free agency and NFL uh, decisions that will have to be made. Uh, My thanks to uh, our first two guests, first two hours. Encourage you to go download the podcast. Make sure you don't miss a single minute. Chad Withrow, who has newly joined OutKick and will be a part of a radio program debuting on March 15th. I say radio program. It's going to be an over-the-top network, video, everything associated with it. Uh, John McClain joined us in hour number two, 45 years covering the NFL for the Houston Chronicle. We're scheduled to be joined in the next segment by Paul Kaharski, NFL Hall of Fame voter, to talk a little bit about the decision in the Hall of Fame, what he thought of uh, the Super Bowl overall. But I think this is uh, this is pretty interesting to uh, to break down as I was just finishing off the second hour of the program. I got an idea. You guys tell me if you think it's a crazy idea. Much of our discussion, almost all of it, in fact, that surrounds NBA greatness has been predicated on Michael Jordan. So much so that what LeBron James actually does in the moment doesn't matter as much as how it compares to what Michael Jordan did in the 1990s. One of the interesting sports storylines that is worth contemplating sometimes, it's like an alternate version of history in the world of sports. What if Michael Jordan never plays basketball? What if he grows up a huge baseball fan, 
never steps in. Who knows? Maybe he ends up a decent baseball player. Maybe he's a mediocre baseball player. Never actually plays much basketball. Doesn't win six titles. Never, ever plays in the NBA. How much different do we talk about LeBron James and how much different are so many of the Jordan-era basketball player legacies? Think about it. Carl Malone, John Stockton, they win multiple championships. Charles Barkley wins a couple of championships. Probably Gary Payton, Sean Kemp, probably win championships. Instead of one guy soaking up all of the 90s era glory with the exception of the Houston Rockets, we'd basically be talking about an era in the NBA where there are a lot of good teams. Patrick Ewing, John Starks, NBA champions probably. A lot of different teams win those titles and we don't sit around worried about comparing LeBron James to anybody. Because Clyde Drexler, by the way, Portland Trailblazers probably win a title. Because there's nobody out there who is anywhere near as good as LeBron James. How much different does LeBron James carry himself? How much different is the NBA overall in the way that it responds to LeBron James if the ghost of Michael Jordan isn't looming over everything that LeBron James has done? Talked a little bit about earlier in the show how sometimes you cannot recognize excellence while it's happening happening because you're too wrapped up in thinking nostalgically that you're not thinking about the present moment and I wonder this is a big question one we can't answer right now I wonder how much of Tom Brady's excellence is going to loom over Patrick Mahomes much like Jordan looms over right now LeBron James Think about this matchup. Now, the difference is, obviously, we never got to see Jordan go up against LeBron. They were too far apart generationally. But right now, we got to see Tom Brady play against Patrick Mahomes on Sunday. How much of that discussion leading up to the performance of that game dealt with whether Patrick Mahomes might be able to one day be the GOAT himself? Huge percentage, right? A monstrous amount of what we talked about was not about Patrick Mahomes in the moment today. It was about what Patrick Mahomes might look like in the distant mists of history in the years and years to come. We debated already Patrick Mahomes versus Tom Brady when the idea, frankly, is patently absurd. It also is distracting already from our ability to enjoy Patrick Mahomes in the moment itself. See, I think Brady is in danger of looming over the NFL and all quarterbacks in the NFL the same way that Michael Jordan looms over the NBA and all players in the NBA. Because once you establish a standard of greatness and no one is arguing about it anymore, then everything is about how you measure up to that greatness. How is that paragon of excellence matched or unmatched going forward? And how much of the enjoyment of LeBron's career has been stripped away by the incessant, overwhelming, impossible-to-escape comparison of every single thing that LeBron James does to Michael Jordan? 
Now, there are culprits out there. People who have made their entire careers off of having the same debate every day, all day, every day. Are those same people going to construct a narrative that is built around Patrick Mahomes where every single step he takes is immediately compared, cataloged, analyzed, discussed only in its relation to how it would have compared to Tom Brady? I think that is such an interesting question because if that does in fact end up happening, if we turn Mahomes-Brady into a latter-day Jordan-LeBron, I think we failed because it's taken away our ability to enjoy the excellence that could be Patrick Mahomes. See, a lot of people are not able to enjoy LeBron James's talent because they're so worried about the Jordan versus LeBron argument. How much of Patrick Mahomes' incredible talent is going to end up getting sucked into the black hole of discussion surrounding Brady versus Mahomes. Now look, here's the deal. I think it's going to be awfully hard for anybody in our lifetime to ever rise up to the level that Tom Brady's in right now with 10 Super Bowls, winning seven of them. Especially because Brady's career is not even over yet and could be extending into the future. In which case, we'll all be sitting around like, I got my God, he's now at 11. He's now at 12. He's Benjamin Button. He's 54 years old and he's still playing. I don't know where this all ends, but what I would tell you is I hope that we can avoid getting sucked into Patrick Mahomes being entirely defined by how he compares to Tom Brady. Because John Elway's a pretty amazing quarterback. Joe Montana's a pretty amazing quarterback. Peyton Manning was a pretty amazing quarterback. There are lots of great and incredible quarterbacks out there that don't need to have their careers constantly overshadowed by someone else. I'm going to talk about this next with Paul Kaharski. Maybe it's something that's unique to basketball, but I really don't remember this being the debates when I was a kid growing up. I don't really remember us sitting around all the time saying, hey, I can't enjoy Mike Tyson right now because I need to know immediately how he compares to Muhammad Ali. This seems to be uniquely a modern creation. And if you accept, as I do, that right now Brady is the Jordan of football, are we headed down the same path over the next 15 or 20 years with Patrick Mahomes that we've just followed with LeBron James? Worth thinking about. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports see their kumo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be we bring in now Paul Kaharski. He's a NFL Hall of Fame voter. He's going to be writing it OutKick soon. He's going to be, along with Chad Withrow, doing a brand new show for OutKick starting on March the 15th. We are excited about it. March 19th, public show for the start of the NCAA tournament. First time I believe he has been on the show. Welcome in, Paul. Appreciate the time. Hey, good to be with you. How are we doing? We're doing well. Uh, all right, so I was just starting off the third hour of the program asking what I think is, uh, is, is a pretty interesting question. And you may remember when it's like maybe started. I don't remember prior to the whole Michael Jordan versus LeBron James argument, a situation when I was growing up as a kid where almost the entirety of a current athlete's career has been arguing about how he compares to a prior athlete. Maybe a little bit Mike Tyson versus Muhammad Ali because of Mike Tyson's dominance. But we certainly have characterized LeBron entirely through the lens or prism of what we think of Michael Jordan. 
And so we have not defined him entirely as a player on his own self. We've defined him as a way in the refraction or reflection upon Michael Jordan. Are we in danger of Patrick Mahomes' entire career being in some way a referendum on Tom Brady as well? The, the one that popped to my head while you were talking is Tiger Woods' Jack Nicklaus because he well, that's a good one. did that to himself. He created, right? he created, that's right. He created that comparison by saying, I want to be better than him. That's a good one. I think about Tiger Woods more of the conversation, less about Jack Nicklaus and more about Tiger versus Phil, even though obviously Tiger was a lot more successful than Phil. Uh, but that is, that is an interesting one. And, and, and in that respect, Tiger created that that for cloud. Himself. That was that his whole himself. mission. His whole yeah. mission was to yeah, catch that's his right. major passes. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. And then you could also argue if Mahomes really tries to create that storyline, maybe. But I don't know that LeBron created it in the same way. And, and my argument, interestingly, is it can detract from our enjoyment of the present-day athlete if we're entirely defining them based on what happens. And I was saying no, I you know, agree. Like in my open, like if Patrick Mahomes goes to six Super Bowls, that's a phenomenal career. It would be the second best uh, Super Bowl performance of any quarterback ever. But yet if we compare it with Brady, who's got 10 and may one day have 11 or 12, who knows, it would find as if his career were lacking. When look, John Elway went to five Super Bowls. Joe Montana went to four. Peyton Manning went to four. That's incredible. And yet, if we define him in the in the context of Brady, it doesn't seem as impressive. I I, I don't think we're going to do it. I, I think that we are smart enough. I hope that we are smart enough that we'll look at Tom Brady as a complete outlier, uh, a one of a kind. Because we 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 love Aaron Rodgers and respect what Aaron Rodgers has done, and. Um, he just won his third MVP. He's in rarefied air. And I don't think anybody downgrades Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I think we downgrade the Packers overall for not having gotten to enough Super Bowls um, and for their failures in that regard. But I don't know that we score Aaron Rodgers down uh, sufficiently. Brett Favre, people absolutely love, and he only won one Super Bowl. That's right. Uh, I, I think he's a little bit overly beloved in my eyes because of of that. Um, but he doesn't get scored down. So I don't know why the bar then for Patrick Mahomes, just because he's young and up-and-comer and was so good so early up until Sunday uh, in in a big moment, should be Tom Brady. I mean, what's wrong with the bar for Patrick Mahomes being Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre and Dan Marino who, who wasn't there um, and, and John Elway and Joe Montana and the, the collection of all the other great NFL quarterbacks with this one outlier being Tom Brady. So if it happens, it's a total media creation. And even with the ridiculous media creations that we allowed to happen I would think that's outside the purview. we're talking to Paul Kaharski when you look so you you did the uh, the hall of fame you're a hall of fame voter I'm always kind of fascinated by I think one of the best things the NFL does is the way they notify guys that they made the hall of fame and I know it's a little bit different with COVID protocols that exist uh, this year and everything else but even with that Peyton Manning's on the field during the NFL honors. They showed the video. He's got David Cutcliffe, Phil Fulmer, uh, Tony Dungy, 
all of these coaches that have been uh, called well, all these coaches that have been instrumental in his career. And, you know, even for a guy like Peyton Manning, who knows, hey, I'm a first ballot Hall of Famer, it may not be as exciting as for guys that are kind of on that edge, that periphery of whether or not they're going to make it. What's that debate like? Uh, how, uh, how detailed is it? Kind of take me into what the process of selecting a Hall of Famer is like. So, um, you know, there are, there, periodically the extra categories change. So this year was the first, I believe, of four where you have a, a veteran, that was Drew Pearson, a coach, that was Tom Flores, um, a contributor, which was Bill Nunn, the scout from the Steelers. Those guys uh, are discussed, and then you vote yes or no on them. They need 80% of the room of 48 to, to get in. So that's dealt with first. Then you hear the case of all 15 modern era guys um, all in a row. It's kind of random order based on position. Um, you vote for uh, from the 15 to the 10. You find out the 10. Um, and generally then you vote from the 10 to, to 5. And when you know the 5, you vote thumbs up, thumbs down, because they need 80% to technically get in. But this year we didn't, we didn't know the five because they were really worried about keeping it quiet. And it was more than a couple hours. It had to stay quiet. So they had us vote on the final 10 thumbs up, thumbs down. If this guy was in the final five, would you vote thumbs up or thumbs down on him? They did a heck of a job keeping it quiet. It's an awkward position for journalists. We, we, we say, okay, we're not going to break the news, but we hate right. to watch other people break Hating to watch other people break the news is the agony. It's not as bad when it's not somebody in your market or your team, but if you've made the presentation for John Lynch and then the news comes out about John Lynch, it's a real innocent bystander kind of thing to watch other people break the news about John Lynch. So they did a nice job. I think Peyton Manning knew about it. There were reports that he found out at some kind of gathering birthday party or anniversary, I think, for um, uh, Olivia and, and Archie. But um, for them to put together, obviously, it's a great TV product. And, and it's, you know, probably the best thing in the NFL Honors show. And Dave Baker invented that knock. Dave Baker's a hell of a promotional guy for the NFL Hall of Fame. And, um, you know, I, I'm one of the 48, but I I could have signed a non-disclosure agreement and found out to write something ahead of time if I wanted to. I sat back and watched it like, like everybody else. Three of them weren't really a surprise because of the caliber of the class this year with the first-year guys with Manning and Woodson. There was a little debate about Johnson that didn't know for sure. But the other two spots, Fanica and uh, now I'm going to forget John the Lynch. other one. Yeah. Lynch, yeah, they were, they were the question marks. And I think Baselli was probably very clearly next. Uh, but Clay Matthews having one final shot in his first time he was presented as a modern era candidate in his last year of eligibility, I feel confident is, uh, is what cost Baselli his spot. And I would say that Baselli's going to be a shoe in next year. We're talking to Paul Kaharski. It is an interesting spot. How many years have you been doing the Hall of Fame for the NFL? I think that was my, I think that was my seventh. And uh, how much time do you spend getting ready for I know you got the presentations and everything else and I know you've certainly watched a lot of these guys play over the years but how much prep time goes into being there for a meeting 
Well, I mean, they send you a, a book that's uh, unbelievably thick. A lot of it is is everybody's, you know, final bio from before his previous season. I, I read a lot about the the fifteen. Um, you know, a lot of it is through throughout the course of the whole year. Every time you wind up talking to somebody. If they have, uh, you know, if if they're connected to the position, or you know they know somebody, you try to include it in a conversation throughout the year. So it's not particularly study time, uh, you know, cramming for the meeting. It's kind of over the course of the year. What do you think of so and so? I was involved in the presentation for Kevin Mawai for a couple of years before he got in. So that was more intensive. Uh, stuff there, but it's more kind of over the course of the whole year. Hey, what do you think of Fanica versus Baselli versus Hutchinson um, and, conver- and conversations like that? But then the presentations certainly hold a lot of weight because those people who are talking about that have done very specific work on that guy, obviously. We're talking to Paul Kaharski. Okay, let's go into the, the Super Bowl itself. But before we get to the Super Bowl, talking to Paul Kaharski here, uh, soon to be without kick, uh, longtime writer, NFL Hall of Fame voter. Um, I'm curious, when you look at Brady and the immediate success he had, how do you characterize now the Patriot dynasty if you were assigning percentages of responsibility between Brady and Belichick? Uh, now that we know what the Patriots might look like without Brady, they went 7-9 and nine with Cam, and now that we know what Brady has been able to accomplish, which I think had to surprise you and most of the listeners out there, oh, yeah. that in year one he wins eight in a row and goes in 43 years old and wins a seventh Super Bowl. Does it change in a substantial way the way that you would attribute in your mind the dynasty between Brady and Belichick and responsibility? I think it's too soon. I mean – It's awfully tempting with the immediate bias, right, to score Brady up. I think I think it's the wrong thing to do to go immediately score Belichick down. Um, I I think we got to wait and see. I mean, what Brady did here is unbelievable. To to and everybody knows it, right? There's unless you hate Brady because you hated the Patriots and everything, or Deflate Gate, or, or or whatever reason you have, or you just you know, you can't stand all the front runners who, who, who are on board with him. It's impossible not to respect what the guy's done and to be able to take it out of that system, go down there, uh, be contagious, excuse the pun in the middle of the pandemic with little, little ability to work with his guys outside of the framework and inability to get to know them outside of of practice, then to have your fingerprints on Gronkowski, on Fournette, on Antonio Brown, um, you know, it, it's a phenomenal piece of work and a one-season accomplishment and all of that. You can't you can't credit that enough. But to say that that downgrades Belichick in a year where he had a bunch of guys opt out, they were clearly eating it on the salary cap in a way. I mean, I think we're going to have to wait a couple years to see how Belichick puts that team back together and what he can do in his second act there. And most teams, when they kind of, uh, you know, uh, bottom out and, and put it back together, now in the league teams can do it relatively fast, good teams, but you give them two years, three years when they lose their quarterback, uh, you know, their star quarterback. So for Belichick, it's a longer process. Tom went and, 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 
you know, he got those players I mentioned, but he also inherited Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and Jason Pierre-Paul and Shaquille Barrett and Bruce Arians. There's a lot of talent in Tampa Bay for him to take over the top. Belichick's post-Brady evaluation is going to take longer, and I think it's unfair if we don't give him the time to see what he does. And I think it would be a shame to right now conclude, okay, it was all Brady, and Belichick, uh, you know, gets – gets 20%, Brady gets 80%. But we don't like things that take a while to score out, right? We've got to immediately do it. And so uh, Belichick suffers the consequences in the short-term conversation, which I think is unfair. We've got to wait and see. Belichick, I think, gets the, the last word, and he probably also has more time. How many people, how many teams, do you think are looking at Brady and if they had known, I'm not saying they're going to go to the Super Bowl with him, but if they had known that Brady was going to be capable of throwing for 40-plus touchdowns in the regular season, how many more teams do you think would have been interested in him? Would the Bears, yeah. would the Panthers, would the Dolphins, uh, would the uh, you know the Colts? I mean, there are a lot of teams out there that may feel like, hey, if we had had – a little bit better play at the quarterback position, we could have been in the playoffs and or gone farther in the playoffs if we were there. For instance, the Colts, how much better do you think they might have been if they had Brady instead of Phillip Rivers? An interesting question. How many more teams do you think out there are now looking and saying, boy, I kind of wish we had been more involved there. Could the Titans be one of them? Uh, could the, I know the Chargers ended up finding out that, hey, this guy we got uh, is, is pretty good at the quarterback position. But when they had Tyrod Taylor, was that a situation where they didn't necessarily know what they had uh, at, the, at the quarterback position and they didn't know they were going to have a rookie of the year? How many other teams do you think now, knowing what they've seen with Brady at the Bucks, would have liked to have been sitting at that table in a more serious fashion? Yeah, I mean, I don't think a lot of those guys sit around and live in hindsight, but I think the three you mentioned right off the top there are big ones. The Bears have pretty damn good defense, and, and the problem's pretty clear there. Yeah, and you know, could they and by the way, they were the making Bucks? moves. They went and got Glennon. They went and got Mitch Trubisky. I mean, they knew that they didn't have a great quarterback yeah. situation, so – I bet if they could go back, they might. Who? I mean, you know, the uh, Dolphins, so, and he yeah. had the, the the connection to the coach, who who's a, a Patriots guy. That's right. Um, and 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 the Colts certainly have talent. I mean, they don't have the offensive firepower, um, but they could have made some of those moves that that uh, that Tampa ultimately made, and they certainly had an offensive line to protect him. Um, and, and, you know, uh, a running game that emerged and, and some, some defense there. So, I mean, I think all three of those teams could consider it. You know, I don't think the Titans look back on it with much regret because the Titans were excellent offensively. The Titans' defense sucked and was their undoing. 29th in the league, gave up 27 points a game. Um, so, you know, and, and the thing is, yesterday, as good as Brady was, really what he was was super efficient, right? Yeah three touchdowns, but only 201 yards, 72%. You know, you're super efficient. But you could get those quarterback numbers out of a lot of very good quarterbacks. He had a great season, and he took them to great places. A lot of quarterbacks, I would argue, could do what he did in the Super Bowl setting uh, Sunday night with 201 yards and an efficient game that kind of goes against the grain of the way the league's been going. And the defense – 
keyed that whole thing for the Bucks. I mean, who's holding Mahomes out of the end zone for 60 minutes circa uh, 2001? It, it's not happening. That That is the story of the game. And Brady did his part. You know he's winning MVP if they win that game unless he does something horrific. Um, but you can make the case for a lot of other people in that game, particularly on the defensive side of the ball. Now, Brady, uh, you know, throwing deep all year long, to me, was the story. Everybody presumed at his age you don't have the arm anymore to do what Arians – that, to me, was the big Tampa Bay story. You know, Arians wants to throw deep like crazy, and this 40-year-old quarterback is not going to be equipped to throw deep. That's the first thing that goes on an old guy. And lo and behold, once they figured it out, he was throwing deep on a regular basis with great precision, and they were something to behold – you know, in a different way, but much the same way that Mahomes is something to behold. How challenging is it going to be for all these teams out there that feel like they have an ability to make a run with the salary cap uncertainty? And you're talking about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'll give you an example. Shaq Barrett uh, is a guy that I would think the Titans and a lot of other teams out there that had no ability to get pressure on the quarterback will look at and say, boy, we'd really be interested here. But not knowing exactly what your dollar figure is going to be makes it very difficult. Do you have a lot of one-year deals where guys are like, hey, you know, I I know I can maybe get paid next year. Maybe I'll sign a one-year deal in the meantime. How challenging do you think now that we're in the offseason the free agency marketplace is going to be for so many different teams? Yeah, I think everybody's got to have, you know, plan A, B, C, D um, in terms of it. And the other thing is, you know – uh, the, the owner, Clark Hunt of, uh, of Kansas City, who chairs the finance committee, made it sound like the number could come out really, really late. Well, yeah. the number coming out really, really late doesn't matter if you know, you know pretty much what the number is going to be. But the number could be 175. The number could be 185. The number could be higher. So I think that's a huge disservice. For people out there who don't know, maybe I should – sorry to cut you off, but the salary cap number, usually these guys have a pretty good sense where it's going to be way in advance. But because of COVID right, and the revenue higher numbers – than last year. Yeah, right. Because of COVID and the revenue issues, there's an uncertainty about where exactly that number is going to be, which means it's really hard to plan in terms of what your team is going to look like because you don't even know what you've got to spend. Here's where I think Clay it really screws teams the most. And let's use the Titans as an example. You know, they've got Corey Davis, who's going to be a popular receiver when he hits the market, or Johnny Smith, their tight end. If they want to make a hard play for Corey Davis, their advantage is with the exclusivity they have before the two-day negotiating period opens, before free agency opens, right, on March 17th. Well, if they don't know the number – during that exclusivity period, and they've got a limit with Corey Davis, how can they negotiate with him during that exclusivity period and make him a fair offer? And how could he know that it's a good offer if they don't know the salary cap number until the... the and the same thing for Shaq Barrett or any of these other guys that are right. talented players. It's hard for anybody to know what the market is when you don't know how much people have to spend. So you're at a huge disadvantage re-signing your own guys. I think we're going to see uh, uh, fewer guys re-sign with their own team before the beginning of free agency if, in fact, a number doesn't come out or if there's not a strong indication from the league and the Players Association ahead of that 
hey, it's going to be in the 185 range. Hey, it's going to be in the 175 range. Plus, we're also going to see a flood of the market. Teams like New Orleans are way over any number. Um, a team like the Titans, you know, can free up $10 million by cutting Malcolm Butler, who's their best defensive player. But $10 million is huge money when you're talking about, you know, you can probably use that to help you with three other players in first-year salary. So by, I think by it's going to be a crazy free agency period. Not to mention, just for the Bucks, the defending Super Bowl champs, Shaq Barrett, Levante David, Gronkowski, uh, Ndamukong Sue, Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, and Leonard Fournette are in some way potentially available to uh, to other teams that may think they have a lot of talent with them. Can you come back? And they, won't know the tag, they won't know the tag number either. That's until right. Until the cap number's out. Uh, can you come back? Because I want to ask you yes. about the Deshaun Watson mess and how you would handle it uh, if, if you were sitting down in Houston right now. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install 
installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Toyo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Talking to Paul Kaharski, NFL Hall of Fame voter, soon-to-be writer at OutKick. Can't wait for his show to debut with Jonathan Hutton and uh, Chad Withrow. If you haven't already, I'd encourage you to follow those guys on Twitter. I'll tweet out their handles here in a little bit. Make sure you're getting ready for their show. So, Paul, I'm, I'm curious, this Deshaun Watson story. You have covered Jacksonville. You've covered uh, the Titans. You've covered Houston and Indianapolis all a great deal. A lot of uncertainty at the quarterback position. We don't really know what Indy's going to do. We think that Jacksonville is going to go grab Trevor Lawrence. We don't know what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson. Crazily, the Titans with Ryan Tannehill, which would have sound truly insane a couple of years ago, are in the most uh, comfortable position of anybody with a quarterback right now. What do you think happens? Are you pretty confident Trevor Lawrence is going to go to Jacksonville? What do you think the Colts end up doing? And more importantly, perhaps, how in the world do the Texans reconcile and figure out going forward what the situation is going to be with Deshaun Watson? Yeah, I don't know how Jacksonville talks itself out of Lawrence. I think uh, that's one of the problems with the draft being as late as it is. It gives the team a time to talk itself out of something. Sometimes you can overthink yourself. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think the draft should be earlier. Um, the Colts, you know, Wentz to the Colts makes sense, but uh, I don't know if I'm giving up a first rounder in that. Um, so I could see him landed in Chicago, um, and uh, I'm not, I'm not making a deal for Sam Darnold that costs much, and I'm, I'm not anointing him singularly. I need another option. Um, Deshaun Watson. I, I'm surprised this thing got where it is. You know, there's a lot of talk of like this being the empowering moment for players to take control of, of where they go. That sounds nice in a way, but also, look, I'm a fan of the NFL and it turns the NFL into the NBA. And I, I hate the NBA. <laughs> I hate the control the players have of the NBA. I hate the fact that you get a coach fired if you, if you don't like him, if you're the star on your NBA team. I hate what James Harden was able to do in Houston. I don't want the NBA, uh, NFL to be that. Um, Deshaun Watson, I, I don't think they've treated him well throughout this process. I think the Jack Easterby thing is uh, a catastrophe, and he's apparently a hypnotist. Um, if you're Deshaun Watson, you can sit sit out, pay them no attention, not participate in anything. Uh, it's going to cost you significant money. In the new CBA, these fines are unforgivable. We saw it in Nashville with Vic Beasley. It cost him what, $50,000 a day when he didn't report to camp. Uh, he sat out 10 days when he didn't show up, and he gave back 50, uh, uh, sorry, half a million dollars, uh, stupidly. So uh, I don't know exactly what the fines are. It's been out there, though. He'd be giving up money. But Houston would have no quarterback, um, you know, and its franchise guy wouldn't be there. He could force it to come to a head in some way, shape, or form. If you're the Texans, you've got to either deal him or make good. And it sounds like he's unwilling to let them make good. And so the Dolphins have a lot to give. The Jets have a lot to give. Uh, Carolina, perhaps. Uh, you you got to do it sooner rather than later if you want picks this year 
and and you start to revamp things from there. Uh, the fan base is never going to forgive you. So I, I, I don't know how you ever make good with the people you want to buy tickets for your product again. And then Deshaun Watson's one of the three or five best quarterbacks in the league. He's going to go have success in New York or Miami, and your fans are going to watch that, and they're going to hate you forever. How much uh, – that's all fantastic, Paul Kaharski. Uh, how much do you miss having done radio for basically nine years in a row? How much do you miss being on daily right now as stories happen? It is very weird um, that when the UT coaching stuff went down, when the Titans coordinator news came out that they were promoting Todd Downing and the very unpopular Shane Bowen – uh, when that happened and when, um, you know, the Super Bowl yesterday. happens and you guys yes, don't come yesterday. on and, yeah. and immediately break down everything, it has to feel weird. Yeah, it, it does feel weird. I still, uh, you know, have my website, com, so I do some broadcasts for my faithful, um, which feel more important and have more uh, oomph to them than ever because yeah. uh, those people haven't heard from me. Uh, you know, and I've done like one or two a week. So they've got more heft than they've ever had. So I appreciate bringing that value. But it is very weird. Um, and we certainly have a lot in the bank for when we uh, h- get back on the air on, on March 15th, I, I think. Uh, we certainly will do some pockets of, hey, you didn't get to hear us on this issue. So uh, we've got a lot <laughs> stored up inside all three of us on on issue x y and z let i we're gonna let fly right now for those of you out there who haven't heard their show it's gonna be a great addition to outkick i think you're really gonna like it in the meantime i'm gonna be bringing these guys on my show so one they can talk but also so you can start to familiarize yourselves with them uh and you're prepared for when they launch on march 15th we're really excited about it paul talk to you again hopefully next week good stuff as always can't wait for the show to get out there yeah, this felt very good in terms of that, Clay, at, uh, to, to, uh, I can still speak on the radio. radio. <laughs> yeah, and your own show will be back soon, a little bit over uh, like a month away. So I can't wait. Uh, appreciate you. Appreciate everybody out there for hanging out with us. Uh, we will talk to you same bat time, same bat channel tomorrow. This is Outkick on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.